it. Thank you. Okay, so we're alive here, and my section is Alive in Body. So actually, we'll start with my anchor scripture here. It's on Psalm 1-3, and she will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water. One of my favorite scriptures. And so to describe that a little bit, I am going to ask some of my helpers to come to the front and to demonstrate something that we call the hallway of life. You just night. Thank you. So I am going to grab Jahara with me. Okay. Jahara is going to walk with me through the hallway of life. This is what we're going to do to this. So Jahara, why don't you come with me? Can we just pretend over here that this is the tree, right? Let's call this life, okay? And let's call, if you could just wait for me there, let's call this blue board here, what's the opposite of life? Death, okay? So a little bit scary, right? And in a few seconds, you'll find now what our lovely panelists from the Living View are going to do, but not just yet. But let's just imagine, supposedly in life, right, we walk through life, right, we're in our teens, we're doing awesome, we're in college, you know, maybe we're partying a lot, you know, I'm young, I could do this, right, and then you get married, and you're like, okay, I can still party, but okay, let's keep going, and then you have children, right, and then guess what happens when you're like in your 30s and your 40s, what happens, Miss Tina? You get, let's hold it on top, you start getting symptoms in this hallway of life. Well, somebody said yes, right? Because you are having a few right now, okay? So then we could go on our life, right? And right before we get there, let's just stop here one, excuse me, one second. Most of us, right, believe that we start young feeling healthy, and as we grow older, we're going to start with those symptoms. But how many of our children are being born with a lot of health problems, right? How many children have diabetes and the percentage is pretty high, okay? So I don't know about you, but have you ever heard of the nightmare of yet? How many of you heard of the nightmare of yet? All right, let me explain. What is the nightmare yet? I'm afraid that when I go to the doctor, I'm gonna get it. So I'm afraid of getting it. Do I have it yet? And sometimes we fear that. We go through this whole way of life fearing that we're going to get it yet. So after the symptoms, we walk through, right? And then what do we have in here, Ms. Lena? <gasps> we get it. And I know Jahira's like pulling me back. You know, she's like, doesn't want to go any further. But it's true because what happens from it, when, you know, and you guys fill in the blank, it could be one of the five top killers in the United States, which is cancer, stroke, you name it, right? So thank goodness for our health practitioners and our health care uh, providers who help us when we get it to avoid death, right? Any health care providers in the room or practitioners, thank you, okay? So their job, right, is to prevent you from it to death and do anything possible. But I'd like to ask Shahira a question. And I'd like to ask you guys a question in this whole life. 
Ladies, you can put the sign down. Thank you so much. But the question is, <laughs> the question is, what about if you, instead of going this way, you stop and you head back towards life? How do we go back to being alive and going there? So that's what I would like to talk to you guys. So thank you, Jahira. Thank you, Lena. And thank you, Tina, for holding up the signs. So if I could just, if you guys could just take a few minutes with me. And let's start at the beginning, all right? And so the first thing I would like to share with you guys is the human body, okay? So here's the human body and our structural organization, and bear with me, because you know why? When I was in high school, I hated science, okay? I mean, I thought science, I mean, science was boring, and it smelled when you go to biology. I was so turned off all through high school. I don't know how I passed, but I did, right? But now, and the reason why I want to discuss this is because I've been here for the past maybe four to five years, and the pain is real. Right? The pain is very real. So I wanted to find out what's, what's happening to my body. So I'd like to explain a few things. So this is the level. We start at a chemical level, right? The smallest, tiniest thing, atoms, right? When two atoms get together, right? Let's say hydrogen. If you get two hydrogens and one oxygen, what do you get? Water, H2O, right? Which is a molecule, right? And a group of molecules create what? A cell, right? And then a group of cell, it forms what? Your tissues. And a group of tissues forms your organs. And a group of organs will form systems. There's 11 systems, right, in our body. And then systems create an organism who's what? You, right? And this is so cool to me, you know, of understanding the six levels. And why am I sharing about this, right? What is the big deal? Well, the big deal is like, as Debbie mentioned, I'm a nutritional therapy consultant, and nutrition is a science. It's a relationship between food and us. But where does it all start? And I would like to get a drum roll, please. Here's where it starts, lady. There you go. (laughs) It starts at a cellular level. If you have your your clipboards, you can follow along, have some fill-ins if you're going to follow in with me. But it starts at a cellular level. Why is this so important? Right? What are tiny cells? What does it do? The purpose, they're like tiny motors in your body that keep you functioning. Your cells need to be fed. And why should your cells be fed? So you can have what? Energy, right? We can't do anything without energy. So it's so important that we are feeding ourselves Right? And that's what they call the cell the fundamental of life. How many of you heard of that? Right? The fundamental of life. We've learned that, right? But now it's a lot more real. So our cell structure and function are built and run on what? 
Anybody? On nutrients. I don't know if somebody said it. Nutrients. Food. I know the ladies were like, diet, I hate diet, lifestyle, moderation, right? They were mentioning everything. But it's about nutrients, okay? And what's a nutrient? If you follow along with me, a nutrient is a substance that provides nourishment essential for growth and the maintenance of life. That is what nutrients are. So if you, I'm probably going to go back to this, but just really quick, I like to test the audience if you guys don't mind, okay? So these are the six classes of nutrients. We have our macronutrients and our micro, all right? Proteins, carbs. Anybody know the other nutrient? Fats, yes. What about the fourth one? It is the most important nutrient. Are you guys ready? I think somebody said it. Water. Water. Yes, indeed. Who said it? Raise your hand. High five. Woo! Okay. All right. So, micronutrients. What's missing from here? We have water. We have proteins, carbohydrates, fats, minerals, and yes, vitamins. Right? Don't forget to take your vitamins. You heard all from your moms, right? My mom's here. She told me growing up all the time. All right? So I'm not going to spend too much time on each one, but I am going to plant on one, on the most important one. You guys ready? And that is water. Right? Being firmly planted by streams of water. Why is water so important to us? Okay, so before we get to the sources of water, okay, now water is a macronutrient, and here's a few of the benefits of water before we get here, okay? Number one, it improves your cell-to-cell communication, right? We just said the cells are the fundamental of life, right? So what it does, it's going to improve that communication between your cells, right? It flushes toxins. How many of you want your toxins? You don't, right? You want them out, right? You want to flush them out. It removes waste. It cushions joints, okay? How many of you are suffering for a lower back pain right about now as I'm sharing, okay? Here's, here's what the water is, okay? And this, this is why I want to spend a little bit of time. So where, where does our water come from? As you can see in here, 2% from metabolic process 28% from ingested food, and a huge percentage for ingested liquids. What does that mean? That means that you actually have to drink it, right? Sure, you can have whole foods and, you know, fruits and fresh meat, and you'll get 28% of your water, but you have to be intentional about your water. It has to come from you, from your action of actually grabbing water, I really needed that, sit through it and really make that effort or take that action, okay? Why am I passionate about water? If I could just stop for a second. I did a marathon about, like, back in 2004, and it was a half a marathon, not a full marathon, like Leslie, and I, I was training really hard, and the night before the marathon, 
I was really thirsty and I was drinking so much water. Right? I'm drinking, I'm drinking, and I'm like, Coach, um, I'm, I'm still thirsty. Why? You know, and the feeling, anybody had that feeling before? You're drinking and you just thirst, right? When the, the scripture of the Samaritan woman came along, I was just like, oh, I can relate, you know? It's like, oh, wait, I'm gonna, the living spring of water, I wanna know more about that. But that story, just having that thirst was so ingrained in me that it woke me up a little bit, shook me a little bit. So this is why I'm passionate about this topic, right? And this is the importance of water, right? The most important, you could go weeks without food, about eight weeks, but only days without water. Think about that. That will tell you, hmm, it's pretty important, right? And here, one of the things about water, too, is that we lose water. There is a water loss. You lose it through your GI tract, lungs, skins, and kidneys, okay? So what does this mean? This means that your body cannot store water. So that means you gotta go and get it, right? And it's gotta do, it's not so, it's, it's that important. I heard a few, mm, yes, it is that important. You will lose that, okay? And here's a, something I like to share. It's more of the philosophy of the Nutritional Therapy Association. In my professional opinion, but I would love to share a, a tip with you guys on water consumption. Okay, Patty, you stood there for about five minutes, but you got me. Okay, I got to drink water. But the question is, how much, right? How much water should we be drinking every single day? Here is a guideline. Again, it's a guideline because there is that bio-individuality. You guys understand what bio-individuality means? For example, you could love that shoe, but everybody has a different size, right? You have a different shoe size. That could be an awesome shoe, but we're all created differently. So here's the water consumption guideline for you guys. It is your body weight divided by two equals the number of ounces you need. Ready? And you can fill it in the blank with me every day. So it's every day. Your body weight divided by two. Because a lot of times we hear what? Eight glasses of water, right? But if you weigh less, maybe about 100 pounds, you're not going to need those eight glasses of water, right? So, yep, I see some pictures taken. Is your body weight divided by two. It's the number of ounces that you will need every single day, and that for me was a game changer, okay? Because another thing in other considerations is that um, water, the macronutrient water needs that balance with the electrolytes. So you need to have that balance, okay? So add some sea salt, not table salt, some sea salt and some lemon in your water. And another thing you wanna do is that you wanna sip it throughout the day. Right? You just want to gulp it all down because guess what, right? You remember the water loss? Your kidney, it's 60%, is going to like take it out of you. You're going to constantly be running to the restroom. You don't want that. You want to sip throughout the day. Now, here's the thing I was praying about sharing. Am I going to share this or not? But I am. One of the things about water, you could say, oh, yeah, sure, I get my 70 ounces of water because... 
I have about five cups of coffee, right? But yeah, I drink a whole, yeah, right? Yeah, I drink about, let's see, four cans of soda. Does that count as my liquid? And, and, and the answer to that is it doesn't. Those are, um, I never know the person to say, diuretics, all right? Because so what happens, they're going to dehydrate you. So for every ounce of coffee, soda, alcohol that you drink, you want to add more water, right? But if I could just... If I could just really get going back to the whole way of life, right? And coming back to a cellular level, it's about feeding our cell. It's not about, okay, you should eat organic. And I, I've been in a paleo-primal diet for five years, and a lot of you probably like make fun of me, right? My husband and I decided to go, what? No pasta, no bread. My dad, no rice. Are you really Latina? You know, like he, he didn't get it, you know? He didn't understand why I would give up on rice. But that's just, that was just the beginning. That was the lifestyle that we decided. But what I really need to be conscious of is, am I feeding my cells, right? The, the fundamental of life. Am I giving all the nutrients to myself so I can have energy, right? How many of us don't have that energy? You wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, did a bus just run over me, right? We are, and why, if I could get Bisola to come up here, she's going to show us something scary, okay? But it's the truth. So what happens when you are missing those nutrients in your body? Well, I like to introduce the downward spiral system. Nutrient deficiency, I hope I did not, <laughs> will lead to cellular inefficiency. Cellular inefficiency to organ inefficiency. Organ to detoxification impaired. To further organ impairment to an inability to repair and rebuild. Our body is constantly looking to find that balance. It's called homeostasis, right? It's constantly looking for that, right? From inability to do that to organ system and dysfunction to subclinical symptoms and last but not least, disease. This is why it's important to be conscious about feeding ourselves, about giving the nutrients in needs. Thank you, Basola. And, um, you know, with that, I know I kind of, when I share that, the room always goes like this, right? People get quiet, right? But the truth is that in the whole way of life, you could make that turn to back to the beginning, and how do you do that? You, you start with yourself, by feeding your body, by feeding yourselves. And one of the things, too, that I, I, besides water, that I'm really passionate about is our digestive system, okay? Why is that so important? Every cell that makes every tissue, and every tissue that makes every organ, is dependent on our digestive system. Right? I like to call it Psalm 139. We're just so amazingly, beautifully, wonderfully made. It's amazing. I'm not going to bore you with the details, but I am going to spend time in one thing because I didn't know. Digestion doesn't start in the mouth. It starts 
in your brain. And that's where I like to stop for one second because I mentioned that I was in a private paleo um, lifestyle and I was still going through all my symptoms because I didn't get the most fundamental thing. I was not digesting my food. Why? Because I lived a busy life, right? I was working 60 to 70 hours. I mean, you could relate working that hard, right? And because I wanted to advance in my career, right? What did that do to me? Now I'm trying to have a child, and I can't. We've been trying for five years. This is why I stand here before you, very passionate about how I wanted to get to the root of how my body needs to be functioning, okay? But it starts in the brain. God designed us to be in either a parasympathetic state, which means relax, ready to digest, or in a sympathetic state, which means what? Fight or flight, okay? And it's either or. It's like either you're pregnant or you're not, right? So it's the same thing. Before we eat, we have to be conscious about being in a parasympathetic state because digestion is a north to south process. It goes from the brain to the mouth to the stomach, small intestines to the large. I'm not going to go into the details. I was buying all the expensive probiotics, spending all my money in here, right? And then I forget a most crucial thing is that I needed to be in that state before eating. And that's the part, that was a game changer for me for those reasons. Now, I'd like to just end up here um, with the question. The question is, do you see food or your meal time as a way of nurturing your body? Just think about that for a second. Do you see it as a way to feed your cells, right? Remember that whole level, healthy cells, healthy tissues, healthy organs, healthy systems, healthy you. Do you see it that way? And then, and then what are you going to do about it? What, what's going to be those steps that you're going to take? And I really like to share something that I needed to do before, when I was dating Jimmy, Jimmy's a slow eater, and I'm, I was just the kind of eater who was just like, I'll finish before him. It was like a little embarrassing, right, and while dating. I'm done, and he's still eating. I'm like, oh, boy, right? But understanding that I'm spending all this money here when I really need to be in a really relaxed and ready to digest, I needed to be more conscious about it. So here's a tip I'd like to share with you guys. Um, if you guys don't mind, can everybody just stand up with me for a second? If everybody could just stand. I'm going to give you the tip of the day, okay? This is for us to do. Maybe I'll stand here on the stage so you guys can see me now that you're standing. But the tip of the day is that we're about to have dinner, right? You set the table. You were being a Martha in the kitchen, getting everything ready. Oh, my goodness. Patty is now telling me I need to be relaxed. No, I need to feed my children. I need to feed my husband. I need to get to work. But here's the biggest tip I could tell you about digestion and really being mindful. Are you guys ready? Yes. Have a seat. No, really, have a seat. 
That's that's the number one thing. You gotta stop. You gotta stop and have a seat. It, it is as simple as that. Remember. But in the real tip, I do want to give you a tip. That was a little bit of a joke, but at the same time, I want to drive out a point. Okay, we need to be breathing, right? But here's the tip: everybody, take a thumb with me, and right where the bra strap is, just hold it right there. This is called your what? The diaphragm, right? The singers know that, right? So let's have a conscious breathing technique. So when you breathe in, right? Everybody, breathe in with me. Now breathe out. You can. You, do you feel it? Do you feel it coming out as you're breathing? Yes or no? Yes. Let's do it one more time. Let's breathe in and breathe out. Now let's think about the food. Do you think about being nourished? Breathe in. The love and the nourishment. Breathe out. Right. Do you think about being that tree? Firmly planted and fed by streams of water. So thank you, guys.